everyone and welcome to MG Heroes. I'm your host Liz Deakin. I really wanted to start this podcast series because the MG community has so many amazing interesting people in it that I thought it would be a great idea to start interviewing a few because definitely there's acquaintances of mine who I'd really love to hear more about and to hear their story a bit more. And I'm sure that a lot of other people would too. So welcome. And without further ado, let me introduce you to my first ever guest for this pilot episode. His name's Mark Pearson. Some of you will know him as my husband, but nonetheless, also massive MG nut, just like me. So without further ado, hello, Mark. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, uh, Liz. Not darling or babe or anything like that. I'm very, very, I'm very well, thank you, Liz. <laughs> Excellent. I'm very, very glad to hear it, Mark. You know, I could probably um, start waffling on about uh, your various traits and wonderful attributes, but why don't I leave it to you? Please introduce yourself and tell us all about you. Um, what in the MG sense? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm Mark. I'm 38 years old. I'm proud owner currently of. I've got three MGs at the moment, and um, yeah. Um, and do you, do, you want, do you want me to tell you where I started, or is that going to be your first question? I was. Well, what I was going to say was, um, you've been in the MG community for a while now, haven't you? So, how did you first get involved in MGs? Oh gosh! Uh, so I've I've had I've been MG owner for five years now. So 2016 I got my first one, but my MG story starts about a year before that. Um, and uh, I used to have a, a, a Vauxhall Astra one day. One of its brakes got stuck on, and my dad's a bit of a you know a bit of, he's covered the hands. He's a bit of a mechanic, so he offered to sort my brakes out for me, and he would lend me his car for the weekend. And he had a gold MGF which is on the screen for you right now, because you know, I just want to make Liz's life a little bit more difficult since so she could edit that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, basically I, I didn't want to break it. I was very, very careful with it for, I had it for a weekend. So like the first day I was just cruising around like very, very careful, can't break my dad's car. It'll flame me alive sort of thing, you know. On the second day I had it, it was just one of those, oh, sod it, if I crash it, I crash it sort of thing. So I took it for, I lived up in, um, in Stoke-on-Trent at the time, and there's a road up there called the A50. It goes from Stoke-on-Trent to Nutsford, and it's really wide and it's really winding. It's a road that I know particularly well. So I took this MGF for a thrash down there, and um, I, I couldn't quite believe um, what I was driving. I'd never driven a sports car before. I'd never driven a soft top car before. And I just, I just, as much as it's, uh, uh, if anyone who knows me in the community knows that I don't like F's because I don't like how they handle um, compared to the TF because the TF is so much more stiffer than the F is. But I just I fell in love with how this car, this little tiny car, was so powerful and just the way it hugged the corners. And I said to myself when I gave the car back to my dad, it's like I'll have one of these one day. I, I, I absolutely, if I ever come into some money then I'll get one of my own. And so about almost almost a year to the day, actually, I circumstances meant that I came into some money. And I thought to myself, you know, I thought all these things that I could buy with it. And I was like, no, no, you made a promise to yourself you were going to buy one of these women cars. So in the January of 2016, um, ironically, a week after Liz and I had been on our first ever date, <laughs> um, yeah, I bought my first TF. 
which I christened Meg because I wanted a name that had an M and a G in it, and, the, and Meg was the first one that I came up with. And it was um, of all the cars to get, I think I think I did it the right way because I got myself a one one five. So and it was the most basic of the basic. If you if you know the one one five, you know they don't have the electric mirrors, for example. They don't have the rear speakers. Don't even have the uh, central locking. It's all the most basic of basic of basics. So it meant that when I if I did upgrade, I could I could say that what I what I knew what I've learned from the one one five. You know. So yeah, that was two thousand and fifteen, and I've been driving the damn things ever since. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So. What have you been doing since then? What have you done so far then? Because obviously that was your first car, but that's not where it's ended, is it? You've uh, gone on to other things since then. So, um, so I had Meg for two years. Uh, in between, um, one of the things that my, that my lovely wife here, Liz, always said, what was the where area we live? She'd said, um, I could sell Meg for more than you paid for it around here. So after a year of her saying this sort of thing, I said, all right, let's put it to the test. So we, I, said, I, I put the idea out there that we should get a second one and we should do it up ourselves and then we should sell it. And um, yeah, so that car that we bought to sell is on the drive outside right now um, and it's called Gigi. And Liz, is, it's, your, it's your baby, isn't it? Gigi is. So yeah, so we had two for a long time. I, um, Meg was never right. Um, so you could tell, like looking at the photos of it, especially looking at them now. I think I think I was blinded a bit, uh, blinkered a bit at the time. But looking at her front end, the way that her bumper didn't quite sit right, um, I'd been told that she was a cat C right off. So it was one of those. It was it was um, it wasn't a surprise the first time it spun on me. But I just put it down to it's a real wheel drive car. I'm not quite used to it. But the fact that it spun on me at 20 miles an hour is one of those. Oh, that's interesting. Um, when it spun the second time, it's like, yeah. But when it's when it's when it spat me out the third time and put me into a into a hedge and just dis destroyed itself, is the thing. It's one of those um, greasy road. Um, was told later on that a lot of people have been caught out there. But then the wonderful friends of ours, Kaylee and David Hawkins, uh, when David put it all back together, he's like, look, I've got, I can't let you go without showing you this. And it turns out that Meg was an inch shorter on one side than the other. It might be the left and the right. I just don't know what I'm doing like that. Um, so, it was, yeah, for a safety reason, yeah, I've just got to show you this. And literally at that moment, because Liz and I, we had a, a monument. We've been together for five years, if you don't know, for you, those who don't know. Um, and the biggest row that we've ever had by a mile, by a mile, was Liz saying, this car's dangerous and needs to go, and me saying, yeah, but it's my baby and I want to keep it. And I want to, yeah, Liz was like, look, it's fine, it's fine, whatever, it's your, it's your car in the end. Um, and yeah, and literally the moment that David said, for safety reasons, I've got to show you this, it was like, okay, make it into razor bears, then scrap it. Um, I got a second one, uh, a second trophy blue one, believe it or not, um, called Blue. Um, because we couldn't think of a name for it, it's like it's the blue one. So I had her for about two months, if that, and then um, on I had a, a really important thing I needed to go to, and it broke down on the way there, and it was just one of those. Oh, yeah, and it, it'd been a long time coming, so that one went, and I said to myself, right, okay, I'm going to save up, and I'm going to get myself a really, really special one. And I'm going to spend, you know, if it takes six months, fair enough. If it takes a year, fair enough. I'm going to save and save and save and save. And I'm going to set myself really, something really special. And that lasted for four days when we found the car that became electric. Uh, we found that on Gumtree. And I, I knew, she, I was knew I was going to have it before we even went to look at it because I, I looked at one look at a number plate, which was XLX. And I go, yeah, you call it Alexa, wouldn't you? And then when we got to it and her sills were perfect and it was, I'd always wanted a black one. But the moment I got Meg, I made this list of things that I wanted to do to it. 
to her, sorry. And the very top one was, I want to paint her black. It's like, she's a lovely car, but I wish she was black. So when I got, when we saw Alexa, which was anthracite, it was one of those, oh yeah, that's, she's coming down with us. And when you know, Liz did the test drive for her, because I'm, I'm not allowed to do that sort of thing, because Liz is much more experienced <laughs> driving than I am. So, um, yeah, so Liz, uh, Liz, Liz drove it, said, yeah, perfect. So yeah, Alexa came home with me, and uh, we had Alexa for, I think, just shy of two years before some nice person drove into the back of it for me. In between those, we everyone knows that we won Little Red, which was a, a, just an achievement to this day, I still can't quite believe. Um, we won that in a raffle, and I was doing it live on Facebook. We had Little Red for just over a year before selling her on and making a gentleman exceptionally happy because he'd, um, he had a trophy F, which some, someone had driven into. And so he got, he bought Little Red off us. So he was absolutely made up with that. Um, I'm just trying to think which one we haven't had other than Busy. Um, we've had a purple F, which we've just recently got rid of. And of course, we've got the Garnet at the moment. And then, of course, there's the Spectre, which was bought as a... <laughs> I'm laughing because we bought the Spectre as a, as a stopgap from Kaylee and David Hawkins. Um, they're building a Nocturne, especially you know, a monogram Nocturne for us. Um, and that's still ongoing. And the, 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 the Spectre that I've got now is meant to be the in-between car between Alexa. Because a lot of Alexa's bits, like her wheels, her roll hoop, her in, all of her interior, are going into the Nocturne because the Nocturne's blue. So all those black and blue bits that I've got, they're going to go into that one. But I fell so hard for Busy. So, so hard. Um, um, Alexa was the first car that really started the renovation bug with you, wasn't it? Because oh, we got her. Me. She was in pretty good nicks. You're okay? And yeah, people yeah. would have been quite happy with that. She was she was a nice car. It was nice, wasn't it? But um, that it wasn't the finished article, I think, as far as you were concerned. When we bought it home, there were some things well, that you immediately wanted to change. So yeah, they've now gone on to the Nocturne, but you did quite a lot with that one, didn't you? Because it was well, pretty well a finished project, project by the time it went. Yeah, well, the thing with Alexa was is that because she was anthracite, which is, for those who don't know, on the logbook it says it's grey. It's not black, it's it's grey. But So it's, it's it's almost like it's a black, but it's got like a blue fleck in it. And I just, I, I was looking at it, wandering around this car, looking at it going, because when I got her, um, and of course, I'm sorry Liz, there's more editing for you, here's a photo of her inside. She had red leather seats, and she had red badges, and she had red gaiters. And I'm looking at it going, we well, just, all of that needs to come out, all of it, because it's the wrong colour. So when I when I got rid of um, what, what we put all of Meg's stuff into storage because one of those well, we might and literally two days before remember I said a moment ago that we were going to have it was going to be a long time before I found the right one all of Meg's stuff went into storage and I put her wheels I got these gorgeous um, team dynamic wheels that I'd never fitted to her and they were black and blue and I was thinking I probably won't get a black or a blue one so I put them online to sell and fortunately no one had um, no one had bought them. And it was one of those, I'm all sort of like I'm walking around this car going, gosh, those wheels will look nice on this, won't they? And so the first thing we did is got the seats out and put my black and blue Alcantara seats in it. And it was like, that, that does look special. And then, like I say, about two weeks after we got it, we put those black and blue wheels on. And so, again, sort of step back and say, it's like a different car. And then, so I had this big project of all these things that I wanted to do to Meg. And it was like, okay, let's tick a load of them off. So I got some, like I say, I got the roll hoops for her. I got a blue roof for her. And she was pretty much finished as far as I could take her without going to the next level which would have been I always wanted a body kit for example for her so I got to the point where it's like okay without body kit and respray she's almost finished 
and then like I say, some nice drove into her on a crossing. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's where the because um, I was going to say that's where the renovation started. But because with Gigi, she was um, she was such a I'm sure Leslie will talk about Gigi a lot more than I will on subsequent episodes of this. Uh, but Gigi was such a she was a I don't know from from, from it makes me sound like such an when I think about it, but it was always with mine. It was always that they came first. It's like, we'll get mine done, and then we'll get Gigi done. And that happened for years and years and years. Gigi was just like, because she was always so dependable. It's like every time you turn the key, she started. And it didn't, it didn't seem to matter as much that she was a bit damaged. So it's like, we'll get to her at some point. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where the, the let's, 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 let's get these and let's make them really special started off with Alexa for sure. Excellent. And then, as you've just described, unfortunately, there was an accident which wasn't your fault. You were stationary at the time and somebody unfortunately wrote that car off for you. And then, as you've already described, you um, you really wanted the nocturne. We knew that was going to take some time. So in the intervening period, just to tide us over, um, you took on a Spectre 135. And we were only going to have it for a little while, weren't we? And tell us about that. What happened there? Oh, so what? 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 So we—I don't can't remember why, but Kaylee had mentioned that she's got this Spectre in storage. I can't remember why that was, and she'd also mentioned. I think she'd just told, gave us a list of what they had in storage at the time. But so I went. When, when, um, Kaylee was sort of saying, "I've got too many damn cars. We keep collecting them. We're not getting around to doing the restorations on them." Uh, you know, they all need work of some description or other, but I really need to move some on. And uh, therefore, I, I sort of said, what have you got? And you're quite right. There was a long, 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 long list that came out. And amongst them was the Nocturne, which we knew was in a bit of a sorry state and needed a real ton of work, which, by the way, is still ongoing. And um, there was Busy, wasn't there? Mm -hmm. So tell so us all was... about Busy. So what? So I, I basically it came to a, 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 me making a choice one Friday night in the pub, as uh, Kaylee had said, which one do you want out of these two cars? And I, <laughs> I had a couple of pints, and then I said to myself, you could have them both, you know, because I knew that one was one like Liz just said, the Nocturne needs a bit of work, the Spectre probably doesn't need that much work. So it's one of those. So I sort of, I, I, I thought I'm not going to say I'm not going to ask Liz about this now. I'll ask her in the morning because because we've had a few beers. It's one of those, you'll just play, yeah, you've had some beers, whatever. So next morning, Liz, <laughs> sort of thing, like, why don't we have both? And then she just goes, hey, that's not a bad idea, is it? I'm like, I've got one. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, you're not going to say that. So, um, yeah, uh, put a down payment for the Nocturne on, but at the same time, bought outright. Use the spec to use my insurance payouts. Um, Kaylee said there's a bit of rust on it. And it's one of those, yeah, that's fine. So I wanted, I, I wanted, to, I knew I was getting a project out. This wasn't, this wasn't going to be the finished article by a long shot. So went and picked it up and sort of sent Liz a couple of photos of it, going, oh, just could probably do with a bit of work, couldn't they? And but it was one of those, you know, driving it back, going, gosh, it isn't, it isn't, nice this one, isn't it? Thing with the Spectre is, is that it's, is, 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 it had a lovely paint job on it. You know, it's got a lovely, this lovely. I mean, it's a photo of when the day I got it, for example, on your screen, and um. It's lovely, but its interior was bogo standard. It had bogo standard 15-inch wheels, bogo standard brake. It was just one of those, as a, as a canvas, you couldn't ask for better. It was just the most basic of basic of basic of basics. So I got my, 
I got my big trusted list out of like what are we going to do to this one, and it's the um, it was it was just a, I, I I really as I mentioned before I wanted a body kit I've, I've always always wanted a body kit so I bought I bought a Jacobi design body kit and but that was the Nocturne it was always a the, the, that's the end project is the that's going on the Nocturne um, so I started doing you know a bit of, bit of this bit of that and then and then Kaylin David they sold me the car with it look you've got to get the cam belt sorted out so it's like we booked them for like two weeks later come and do the cam belt. So they were going to come to ours and, and do the cam belt. And I just, I, I was like, don't use the f***ing car. And I just couldn't help one day going, like, I'm just going to go to Evesham, which is six miles away. I'm just going to go to the supermarket and get some stuff. And halfway there, big bang, and the alternator, bent, the alternator belt went, and it took the engine with it. it was most of the engine, took the valves, took the pistons, took everything, all of it went. And it was just one of those, this was on the Thursday, and Kaylee and Dave were coming down to ours on the Saturday. And it's like, oh, you couldn't wait, could you? So um, I, another big row because Liz was very cross about this. Not not with Kelly and David, just that we can't be king cars anymore. Was <laughs> Liz's way? So we had this big back and forth with the three of us, with me and Liz and I and, and Kaylee. But I think Liz basically was saying, "Look, I don't want this car anymore." And I was so basically we, we was like, "Right, can we just go and sleep on it and we'll make a decision in the morning?" And Liz, and this so it's all on you. This one, babe, is that she said, all "Right." It's your decision. Whatever, whatever we do, it's on you. And I went, we'll keep it then, don't we? And you could, you could see that. But fine, fine, yes, yes, we'll keep it. So uh, off it went to them. Oh, went to went to Derby. Went to Kelly and David, who did a full engine rebuild on it. And um, yeah, came back, and it was that was in the December of two thousand and eighteen. That was. So first, first big project is getting in touch with this man that I've, I've only heard the name. In passing, a guy called Daniel Griffiths, who Nigel Martin told me, you've got to take it to this guy. He'll sort it out for you. So got a quote off of him, and that went in the March of 2019. That doesn't sound right. Was, no, it must, must have been 2020. Yeah, 2020 must have been. I'm getting my dates mixed up on it. Yeah, yeah, 2020, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, March 2020, it went off to Cleckheaton, which is a place I'd never heard of in Leeds. And Daniel Griffiths redid both the rear arches, did the sill, and did the sills for me. So it came back looking like a new car. Because while it was um, while I was up at Kaylee and David's uh, in Derby over de December, it had um, some 17-inch wheels fitted to it as well. So when it came back from Clark Eaton, it was one of those. Oh, okay, we're starting to make some progress there. This one's looking nice. And then um, throughout 2020, while lockdown was on, I I I did just. I went through that big list of things that I wanted to do. So leather seats, for example, was on the list for a long time. Got got a decent set of those, courtesy of Nigel Martin. And we did you know, a new roof, and it had this, that, and the new brakes on it. And then one day, my wonderful wife said, just out of the blue, she just went, do you know, I think that body kit you've got would look better on the Spectre. And I, was, I literally I had, I had a second thought where I just went, do you know, I think you're absolutely right on that one. Absolutely right. So I got in touch with Daniel Griffiths. You know, would you fit this for me? How much would it be? Da, 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 da. One thing people you need to know is that if you've got <laughs> if you've got one of the uh, monogram ones and it's one of the rare ones like the Spectre, the paint is fabulously expensive. It's five hundred pounds a liter Spectre paint is. So you know, whatever you whatever price you get quoted for doing the work, add that much in on top of it. So if you've got a typhoon, if you've got a bittersweet, anything like that, just you know, factor that into any of your costs. So yeah, 
came back in went up there in August of 2020 and it's just you know, credit came back it was that I cannot believe how pretty this damn thing is also while I was there it had some um, MG custom cars it was Rick Buller's company I can never remember what they're bloody called had the, the halo lights put on they were in the top three things that I desperately wanted and when he showed when he showed one day on Facebook he showed the chasing indicators I was like oh, I want those those are so me so yeah came back with all that work done to it at the same time um and since then it's had the side skirts and it had the uh, spoiler fitted to it and then i got <laughs> it's like just time so just trying so i don't forget things rust and ball did the led lights for me it was just again it was to just tick that off and so you know just um just i i didn't pass my driving test until i was 28. So the, you know the, how you got the boy racers doing up their six and saxos and things like that. I sometimes feel like busy is the young version of Mark doing <laughs> doing what he does. All the all the, not chavy stuff, but all the that sort of thing is getting out of my system. Sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, because you are. I can absolutely relate to that because you definitely do have a a, a bit of a passion for all of that blingy stuff, don't you? So, yeah. Um, yeah. for example, um, you've spent a lot of time on audio equipment. Um, and also interior lighting and things like that. So you've got those um, kick plates, for example. Yes, yeah, yeah. Rick Buller did those, yeah. The um, so I've got the LED kick plates that um, they say they say just say MGTF on them, which is one of those. I don't understand why I got that. I could have had the MG badge, or I could have had Spectre one, you know, forty nine of sixty four, something like that. I've got yeah, loads of LED interior lights, like you say, in the mirrors and kit in the footwell. Um, yeah, fitted a far too loud sound system into a. So you need to you speakers, a subwoofer under the uh, driver's seat, for example, and which is all it's all lovely and it's all wonderful. The only time I use it is when the roof's on, because I've got um, Mark Stacy, Mark Hogarth Stacy did uh, he did the remap. He did he actually that's not true actually. He's done he remapped all our cars, but the the ECU that is in busy is actually Alexa's. Uh, ECU, we salvaged that one and put that onto it. Uh, I've got the quad scorpion pipes. That, oh my god, Liz, Liz bought the quad quite pipes for, for the scorpion ones. These are she bought them off Claire Jones, who, if you remember, had baby, you know, the, the, the yellow monogram one, bought those off her. And I thought she was buying them for me. And I was like, oh my god, those pipes are so good. Put them onto Gigi, and I was like, oh my god, they're so nice. I want a set of my own. For, Four years I lost after a set until Ruth Evans got bought Destiny, her Spectre TF, and she didn't like them. She put them on for sale. And I actually sent her a message saying, I'm almost insulted you didn't offer them to me because you know that I want them. <laughs> so yeah, got those. Um, but yeah, because I love the noise. I love the noise that the MG makes. So if I'm driving along, I very rarely have the stereo on. I just listen to the engine note. It just makes me happy. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. So where are you at now with Busy then? Um, so you've just described, you've pretty well in stages had a pretty well, a, well you've got the full Jacobi body kit haven't you? So the vented bonnet, the um, the different bumpers, the side skirts, all of those kinds of things and there are uh, many, many upgrades to that. You've had a new roof, you've, had, you've gone monochrome on the interior that we've been working on over the winter. Um, black, and, black, and, black and silver on the inside, yeah. Exactly, because with all that colour, that was probably the only choice we could make. Is she a finished project Project now? Where are we at? Um, I think right this second, 
Um, my my problem when it comes to the to the, to the MGs is that if I get if if they're finished, I get bored of them, and I want to move on to the next one. I remember when Busy came back from Clecky in the second time, and I was I got her back and I was absolutely made up with it. I was like, oh brilliant! And then about two or three days after she came home, it was like the realization that she was finished was like, oh, what should I do now? And I, I don't know who can't remember who it was, but someone said you need to get the side skirts for her. And that was the, oh, brilliant, yes, because that means she's not finished. But if I buy the side skirts and don't have them fitted for six months, that keeps, keeps me occupied. Um, and then what we did is that that's when Gigi went into the into the garage. And like I say, I'm sure Liz will tell you all about Gigi on subsequent episodes. Um, so I don't want her to be finished. There's, there's bits that I want for her that I can't get at the moment, if that makes sense. So um, Paul Goldsmith has done... Who does the Jacoby kit? Jacoby kits. He's he's making a solid tonneau cover that I'm I'm just desperate to have for busy. But he's also making the coupe roof, and I want one of those for her as well. So those are the the long term things. In the short term, um, there's just little tiny touches that I want to do to her. We've got the um, we've got um, Lucy Bond's garnet outside, and um, that's got a, it's got you know, the big cone air filters and it's got the pipe that runs down to the air scoop. Um, it's funny, I, I had a TT Mark 7 exhaust on Meg and I had it for, I got it, I was so excited about getting it and I loved the noise it made for a while. After a while, I got bored of how loud it was and it's one of those, God, that is an irritating noise, isn't it? After a while, the, 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 it, it, I couldn't, I can't put it, is it too tinny? Is maybe one way of putting it, but if you're doing a long drive and you can't hear yourself think, you're just going, oh, it's so. I'm sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this podcast. I'm afraid, darling. Oh, you swear, people <laughs> swore about four, five times already. So hey, we could just beep it out, couldn't we? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, the point is the TT I think was a bit too loud, but now the because the gone has got that big air filter on it. I just think to my, you know, every time I've driven the gun, I'm driving along going, this sounds so lovely. And I just think having that big air filter on Busy would be lovely. Um, but yeah, she's, I, I, like I say, at the moment, without those things, without the things I just said from Jacoby, I think, uh, I mean, it's, it's little, little touches. What the, I've got, you know, I've got my LED rings. Three of the LEDs are out at the moment. And it's one of those, okay, we'll get that done at some point. So I don't, I don't think they can be finished, ever be finished, finished. Um, but right now she's about as finished as she's going to be for a while, yeah. Got you. That sounds that sounds interesting. That we should have a quiet life for the next couple of months, huh? Maybe not. Maybe not. So, what else would you like to do that you haven't done yet? Oh, that's an that's an easy one. Okay, so so remember what I just said about um, the the boy racer aspect um, with busy. I want to do one now that's the complete opposite. So we've got, like I say, we've got the garnet which is just it's so beautiful it's, it really has grown on me recently because it was such a mess when we got it but it's got this it's got a leather leather in the black and red leather interior it's all really really nice what i really want to do next i want a green one so a british racing green one ideally and i'd love to do it in like completely you know like i said busy's like the boy racer almost like the chavy one i want to do a really classy one next i want Green. I want black wheels. I want. We've got a black and green interior in our storage unit that I really, really want to put into a green one. I want to make. I want to make something that's really nice. 
not just a you know busy stands out a mile away and you go oh okay that's nice i want the that's i want a classy one that's what i want to do if we do another one because bear in mind that including our two we've got and the garnet we've done eight so far <laughs> so it's one of those do you, do you want to do another one but yeah if a decent green one came up um that was the right money and you know that's what i yeah i wouldn't mind doing a green one next I've, in fact i've wanted a green one for the longest time but it's at the same time it's it's always in the back of my mind that because kaylee and david are doing the nocturne in their free time they could literally turn around to us tomorrow and go, if nocturne's ready for you and because you know I've, I've, it's one of those things that um all of ours have not been 160s until we got the garnet and then it always been i think because i had 135s it was always a why would i care about 160 why would i go to shit you know, it doesn't matter 135 does the job fine doesn't it and then you get the driver 160 and you, oh oh okay now i understand because <laughs> it, it's got so much power and the nocturne that i'm getting is a 160. so um uh yeah it's like i say it, 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 what a green would be lovely but at the same time it's that knowing that i've got two on the drive here a third one in storage and potentially there's a fourth one coming it's like yeah i, don't, I think i'm all right <laughs> well indeed but you did all you did nearly buy one only last night so let's not oh, get our hopes up that that's the last one huh no. so why do you do it then because frankly with the money that we've spent we could have just had a nice car we've got our daily driver which we both adore which is very serviceable and does all the right things and has some cool toys and it's really nice um we could just get a more modern sports car and probably actually for the money we spend on these crazy mgs we probably wouldn't be any difference in terms of outlay so why are we doing this why are we doing this i mean we or i why am i why doing are you this? doing it <laughs> um, With me, I've got a, I hope, I've got a couple of things. The, the first one is that Mega Special was very special to me because in my previous relationship, is that we always had our cars. They were our cars, not my car, ours. Meg was the first one that is mine. She's mine. And no one can take her off me. She's not on credit or anything like that. She's mine. Busy for me is the same. In this case, we've got... Like, like the gar the garnet in in our relationship is our car, isn't it? But Gigi is your car, and Busy is my car. She's mine. People go to why we don't need two MGs. Why have we got two? It's like because we've got such different ideas of what we want to do with our cars. So we've, we've got to have two. We could I don't think we could ever agree on on to have. I don't think we could just have one and we're doing this. You know, your your car, your Gigi is it's got the, exactly the same ex exhaust on it. Oh, mine has completely different remaps, haven't they? they? They sound very different, for example. So I think I think we probably couldn't find a compromise on something like that. But to, to me, she, she's mine and she's she represents freedom for me. She represents, you know, just, oh man. I, I love driving my car. It is one of my absolute favorite, favorite thing, favorite things to do. If, it's, if the sun's out, I'm going for a drive. Whereas, you're not like that very often, are you? You don't, you don't seem to think to yourself, I'm, just, I'm going to go for a drive today, that's what I'm going to do. Whereas for me, it's just, it's just my, my favourite thing is to find a road that I've never been down before. And instead of looking up on Google Maps, say, where's that go? Just go, hmm, where's that go? And let's go and find out. I'm finding a road that's really nice to drive and just going for a cruise. I, 
three Sundays ago, I went to a place called Tintern, which is just inside Wales from here. It's about two hours drive away. And I just took the long way around, big, big loop to get there. And I had a smile on my face the entire way there and the entire way back. And this is brilliant. Um, I love, I love the fact that I wasn't mechanically minded at all when I got my first one. And that I, I'm, not, I'm still not the best and I still leave most of the, the dirty stuff to the experts. But yeah, with a 10 mil socket, I can do some stuff to my car, which is, you, you know, we are DS, so let's just, let's just, let's just do it to outside. We've got, you know, one year old car, which I wouldn't touch if it broke down because I wouldn't know where to start. But because the, the MG is just at that right age where you can still tinker with it, you know, the thing, the more than anything else, and I don't know if anyone else watching this does this, but with me, every single time I look at my car, I pinch myself and go, I cannot believe that that's mine because it's so pretty. And that's the thing with, with, with Busy. Every time I'd look at it, I'm just like, I, I can't, that, you can't, that can't be real. That must be someone else's that's just happened to be parked on my drive. You know, and I, I just, I, I, I never once looked at him and go, God, you're a lovely, aren't you? God, you're a piece of shit, aren't you? I've just gone, you're so beautiful. And I think more than anything else, it's that. You know, you know there's, there's the add on, like, the community's amazing. And, you know, I've made some incredible, incredible friends because I've got a, a car. But more, yeah, the most, more, more than anything else, I just think it's so pretty. It's just, it's so beautiful. Excellent. I, I actually have that same thought when we were taking the garnet to storage uh, this weekend just for a couple of weeks off because we've been using her a lot and you drove the garnet and uh, we went the long way because that's the rules and also because Gigi's battery was flat as a pancake brand new battery flat as a pancake typical mg life but given that that was the case i was following you which is pretty well the normal run of things and the garnet in front of me just looked a million dollars and I'm just driving along thinking looks fabulous, sounds fabulous, way louder than Jeej to the point where I can't hear Jeej um, because the garnet's grumbling away in front of me and popping like crazy and all of that. So yeah, I can I can totally understand you know what you're saying there for sure so what is the best thing then about being involved with mgs is it the people is it the car uh is it you know the swearing at them and kicking them kicking them when <laughs> things go wrong and a 20 minute job takes four hours because that's mgs what's the what's the best thing for you gosh today yeah, today the day we're recording this we fitted um, some new bent, some new mesh bents to uh, some to busy, and it literally should have been a fifteen-minute job. Took two hours. Getting <laughs> feel the tension rising between us. Going, um, it's that horrible mixture of um, a a twenty-minute job, which is now taken three hours, which is pretty frustrating in itself. But also tiptoeing around everything you're doing because you're desperate not to scratch because it was a bodywork thing desperate not to cause any damage to it especially now it's been done because you can't just go oh we'll stuff it it's in the paint shop next week mm, absolutely um I, I i love i love the community for the most part um there are there's, there's dickheads in every community isn't there you know i'm a I, i'm a massive professional wrestling fan there are massive dickheads in that in that community i i love how if you've got a problem 
you can go onto Facebook and go, right, what this has happened, what should I do about it? There's the answers. And normally they're right. And you know, I mean, an example I can give you is one time I was driving home from a professional wrestling show, believe it or not, and it was 11 o'clock at night, something daft like that. Driving along, came to a roundabout, clicked my indicators and nothing happened. I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, I'm not too far from home, but you know, so that comes, I don't think, well, I mean, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm tired, maybe I'm just seeing things. So yeah, it gets to the next roundabout, click the indicator, nothing happens. And you're just like, what the hell is this? So stupidly try to figure it out myself and I change the relay and I change the fuse, da, 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 and put online to you know, look, because the, the hazards would come on, the, the indicators wouldn't, and it's one of those, what is going on here? And you'll tell me his name, because I can't remember, but a gentleman called... Roger Powell. There you are. See, I can't remember. Sorry, Roger. Roger, Roger Powell just He's goes, look... He's got us out of the poo on more than one occasion, hasn't he, Roger? Yeah. Roger says, change your hazard switch. And I was just like, I will. I can't understand why that would make a difference. Just so happens that in our, literally next to our front door in the house that we lived at the time, we had a spare sense console that had been sat there for like two months. For one of those. We'll move that at some point. Literally pop the uh, um, hazard switch out, put it in, this was on Alexa, by the way, put it into Alexa, worked. And it's one of those, ah, how the heck could you have known that? But yeah, that worked. I love that part of the community. Um, it's got to the point where I don't really use Facebook anymore, um, but I, I, I keep the re the reason I keep Facebook is so that I can stay part of the MG community in Facebook. And like I say, I've made some um, just amazing friends and, and yeah, the camaraderie. And I love going to meets. I love seeing people because I tell you something. I get most of my inspiration is going going to meets. You're going to things like MG Live and just going, oh look at that! I've never seen that on one before. I want that now. That sort of thing. Um, and well, yeah, I, 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 just, I love being able to tinker with my car. I love the fact that I love the fact that it's still so cheap. It's, it's one of those people that seriously enjoy these cars and the prices we're paying for them while you can. Because in 10 years time or 15 years or 20 years time, when everything's fucking sky high, we'll be like, oh, do you remember the good old days when that cost insert here sort of thing? I, 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 I love how, where, here's one. Where I live, where we live, where Liz and I live, is quite an affluent place. So if you go and take, go and sit on the, one of the cafes on the high street, you know, a, a Porsche will drive past, a Ferrari will drive past, Lamborghini, McLaren, anything like that. And because people are so used to seeing them in this village, they just go, oh, let's go. Or they don't even look up. If we drive past in one of the MGs, they go, and that's a, that is a fact. People watch them go past because they're rare. You just don't see them. <laughs> and that, that makes me happen. I tell you, my favourite thing to this day, five years in, I love waving at other ones when we drive past. That is the coolest thing in the world. It makes me so happy. And to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm so sad, aren't I? But if I see another one and I wave and they wave back, my day is made. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds pretty cool. So on that note then, first, if you were to be giving advice to somebody who is thinking of Mm -hmm. uh, getting involved in MGs, what would you say to them? What advice would you give them? Oh gosh, um, um, oh my goodness me! I think just accept that you're going to have to accept that even the newest ones are 15 years old now, so they are going to go wrong at some point. So make sure you've got decent AA or RAC cover. <laughs> um, 
They are infinitely customizable, so let your imagination run riot, run riot even. Um, unless you want to keep them original, and some people really do, there are a lot of people out there who want to keep them exactly as they came out of the factory, but you can let your imagination run right, you can do anything to these plumbing cars. Um, make sure you've got, now I was going to say deep pockets isn't really the, the right expression because we're just talking about how cheap they are, but you know, like I say, they will go wrong, and if if they do, it can be quite expensive, if your engine goes, your clutch goes, gear, I suppose, something like that, but um, just enjoy it. If, if you're going to get one, try and make sure it's a decent one, unless you want a project. Like I say, we got one that was a project, and look at it now. It's one of those, if you've got the vision to, to, to go through with it, you know, you can make something really special. Um, on the flip side, we bought the most expensive one by we, we bought by a mile is the Garnet, and it's the you know, the wow factor of it, and we have spent double how much we paid for it on repairing the damn thing, you know. Whereas the, our first one, gee, look at Gigi, you know, what your one cost 350 quid, you know, and you've spent way more than that on getting it sorted. But um, I think the last count, I was at 22 times the original investment. <laughs> It's still cheap motoring, really, isn't it, compared to some of the other stuff? You know, if we had a 15-year-old Porsche, it'd be costing us a lot more. Oh goodness me! Yeah, yeah. People say, you know, people say to me, why, why, you know, you're a successful businessman these days. Why don't you drive a Porsche? I'm like, because of the amount of the amount of money it will cost to to get a Porsche's brake discs replaced, I could buy several MGs. And, you know, it's that. It's it's, it's the fact that a Porsche, a McLaren, a Ferrari, anything like that is so expensive to run. And the way I maybe it's just the way that I'm a practical man, but the speed limit is still 60. So you know, yeah, you McLaren can do 200 miles an hour, but it, you've got to still do 60 miles an hour, haven't you? It's one of those. Maybe one day I'll drive a McLaren and go, why have I, why have I been waiting this long to get one of these? Um, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one to answer that last question, Liz. And it's 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 just make sure you, make sure you do your checks. You know, check the sills and check the head gasket and check this and check that. But you know, there's there's in there's there's guides online there's buying guides online so if you just make sure that you know what you're doing just enjoy it just enjoy the ride because things will go wrong but the thing is we've been you and i we've been in we've been mg owners for five years now like we say and if if, if it can happen to you it's happened to us and we've come out of it the other side still going yep yeah, we still like him so it's like, just just enjoy it enjoy the highs enjoy the lows excellent and let me just add one supplementary final, final question then. What are you most proud of through this whole journey so far? What's your greatest achievement, do you think? Um, can, can, can I have two? Yeah, go for it. Why not? Okay, so on, on the one hand, um, Les and I organised in 2019, we organised our own charity run called Summer Spin, which we are desperate to do again because we had such a lovely time we made some new friends old friends came and we raised a lot of money for charity it was a charity run we raised a lot of money for charity and um so that is something that we did and um yeah that was a lot of fun but also like i say it raised money for a good cause um so that's one um then so from a from a personal point of view i'm just proud of having a vision in my head of what i wanted my car to look like and sticking with it because like yeah, i say busy's taken a year and a half almost two years to get to where she is now and so she's gone from being a yeah you know, like i say she's got a lovely paintwork but she's just a basic 135 sports car 
to now she is one off she is utterly unique yeah there isn't another one who looks like her anywhere else in the world and that is that to me is massive that's huge 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 awesome. and she thing with thing with busy she's a very much a marmite car there was once a time where a friend of mine came around and goes have you seen instagram i'm like no what's happening i'm not sure if you want to and he just happens to have seen this post on instagram where a guy has walked past our house taken a photo of and he runs this uh, this instagram page where they, they critique cars and he's absolutely very busy i mean he has just torn its bits because of the color because of the shape of it every everything just really ripped into it busy is a very much a marmite car and i absolutely love that i remember that one time i put a post on of um because i've got my quad lights on it put a, a you know side by side photo which one should i have should i have the standard lights or the quads and i turned to liz as opposed to goes whichever one gets more i'll have the opposite so the comments of Standard, 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 standard. It's like, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have the quads, obviously. I don't want a standard car. I want the one that everyone goes, mm. if you love it, great. But if you don't like it, I couldn't give a damn. I couldn't give a damn if you don't like Fizzy. The more people who don't like it, the better. The amount of people who have said to me, I like your car, apart from I don't like that big MG badge on the front. And you go, the more people who say that, the more it's going to stay, because I love it. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the, the amount of things that I, I, I see where I'm not sure about that, but if it makes you happy, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Busy's, oh, busy, that's a great message, isn't it? Busy's a proper Marmite car. And if, a lot of people like it, but a lot of people don't. And I'm, I love that. So, yeah, so, so to have a vision and to stick with it and to stick with it and stick with it, I absolutely love it. Brilliant. And that's absolutely awesome. And on that note, I think um, it just remains for me to. Thank you so, so much, Mark Pearson, for being this episode's MG Hero. Thank you so much for joining in. And uh, if anybody has any comments, please leave them in the comments. Please subscribe to the next episode. We're going to be doing a few of these. I've got um, a few people already lined up, and I'm so, so excited to get this series underway. So I can't wait to join you next time. Many thanks. Thank you. Bye.